Hey guys, Jake Steele, Iron and Steel. This is podcast episode number 17. And uh, as always, thank you very much for being here. It is greatly appreciated. And uh, I'm going to start off by asking a favor from you guys, uh, maybe two. And um, first, well, maybe three by the time I'm done with this, but I promise no more than four. (laughs) Uh, Number one, go to ironandsteel.com. Scroll down to the bottom, hit the subscribe button, punch in your email. Yes, you're going to be on my email list. Yes, I will send you an email maybe two a week. The purpose of these emails is just to let you know when there's fresh content, whether it's a new article um, or a new podcast or whatever, Uh, all of which is free. I'm not asking you to buy shit. Um, So it just helps to keep you informed when there's fresh content, basically. So... Um, that would be really helpful. So ironandsteel.com, hit the subscribe button, punch in your email. Uh, same thing with Instagram. This is favor number two. Uh, Instagram sucks balls now. The new algorithm is terrible. And basically what it's doing is crushing accounts like mine and uh, basically everyone that I follow. So um, Instagram wants to be TikTok now. So they want you to exclusively post a uh, short video rather than just static photos, which is fine. Um, But the way that their revised algorithm works, um, long story short, makes it where most people uh, that follow me don't see the things that I post. And it's not just my account, it's it's basically everybody that I follow. Um, So like I have, you know, 20,000 some odd followers uh, on Instagram. It used to be that I could post whatever 3,500 or 4,500 people would see it, engage with it. Um, Now it is like, it doesn't matter what you post uh, or what I post, it's, you know, 50 to 300 people that see it basically. So uh, yeah, it uh, it sucks. So uh, same thing with Instagram is what I'm getting at. Uh, If you click Iron and Steel, the the profile up in the upper right-hand corner, there's a little bell-shaped thing, hit that. And that's how you can be, uh, it's basically a, an alert thing when there's fresh content on Instagram from Iron and Steel. So uh, those two things. Third thing would be YouTube. I take all of this audio and upload it to YouTube. So, um, you know, if, if you know somebody that's not into podcast, some grumpy old fucker or whatever, that's like, you know, I don't do the podcast thing, you know, fine. All of the same audio is on YouTube. Just search Iron and Steel there too. You can also subscribe. Pretty good chance that I'm gonna end up having to do some uh, video, actual videos uh, for YouTube and, and post them there. So um, yeah, so sign up there. The fourth and final um, favor, I guess, would just be to let your friends and coworkers and family know, I get, I get a lot of um, I get a lot of messages from people that say like, "Hey, I really enjoy your podcast, whatever." I don't normally listen to podcasts, but I like yours. Thank you, very much appreciated. But um, please just don't just tell me. Tell your friends, tell your family, coworkers. Share the link. Do all that stuff. So, okay, those are the uh, four favors. I can't think of a fifth, but. Uh, Uh, Yeah, if you could do that, that would be amazing. If you did one of those, it would be greatly appreciated or got somebody else to do it. Uh, I would appreciate it a lot. So um, now that we got through that, I guess the 
the story for this week is pretty short. Uh, there's not a lot to it. It's called Drive Them. And uh, it's basically just some words I threw up onto the keyboard. And uh, it ended up being uh, something that resembled a story. And it's kind of stupid. And uh, in the grand scheme of the world, doesn't really mean a whole lot. But uh, it is what it is. And at the end of it, I'm going to add a little caveat to it. Something that just occurred to me today. Um, and uh, then we'll do some Q&A. So I had quite a few questions come through over this last week. So we will address those and then uh, we'll wrap it up for this week. So uh, again, thank you very much for being here. In all seriousness, I do greatly appreciate it. And uh, kick back, relax, and uh, I will read you the story. Look, you're not going to want to hear this. It is small, insignificant, stupid, trivial. In the grand scheme of everything that happens on this fucking weird-ass planet every single day, it barely deserves mention at all. That said, it is what it is. And before I get into the ins and outs of this brain-twisting pile of ridiculousness... Just prepare yourself to roll your eyes until they fall out of the back of your head. Also know that irony is not lost on me and basically I'm doing the exact same thing as I type this out. Or in this case as I read it to you. So, here it is. My admission. My big, big problem. My huge dilemma. Ready? Sometimes I have to talk myself into driving my hot rod. Yeah. Yikes, I know. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. That sounds like the stupidest fucking problem I have ever heard. What a dilemma, right? <laughs> really a non-problem. But it's true. And I would wager that you, even being the dedicated hot rodder that you are, likely feels like this at times, too. Or hey, maybe not. Maybe I'm just getting old, lazy, cranky, and lame. And honestly, just add er to the ends of all four of those descriptors. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I drive my stuff a lot. Probably more than most people, really. And I do feel lucky to have that opportunity, trust me. To me, there is nothing like getting behind the thin, oversized wheel of one of these rolling representations of simpler times and losing myself in a calm, meandering drive down a country road. I'm not saying I don't drive them. I'm just saying that sometimes I have to kind of force myself to slog my way down to the shop and start the process of coaxing an 80 or 90 year old car to life. So, what's the problem? Why wouldn't you or I want to drive a beautiful old car down the road? It's simple. I am, and we are, spoiled. Look, the decades long orgy between Detroit and Silicon Valley has resulted in cars so ridiculously comfortable and easy to drive 
and stuffed with so many technological amenities, if you're into that kind of thing, that sometimes even guys like you or me can feel the urge to just jump into our regular car for that quick, anonymous trip to the hardware store. Listen, sometimes I don't feel like having to worry about where I park. Sometimes I don't feel like having a fucking conversation. Sometimes I just want to get there and get back. But most often, if I'm having the debate in my head, the pros and cons of driving this or that, it's going to come down to one thing. Comfort. If it's hot as hell and my destination's going to have me sitting in stagnant, endless miles of stop-and-go traffic, the idea of ice-cold air conditioning is going to win out over the thought of gritting my teeth while reenacting the opening scene from falling down over and over again in my head and sweating through my fucking jeans. All that said, all things considered, I do still drive old stuff all the time. Hurries, hot days, and headaches aside, the allure of these cars is still pretty powerful. There really is nothing quite like being at the controls of some sleek, low, flowing custom or listening to the angry grumbling of a hopped up flathead resonating through a pair of dual pipes and a hot rod Model A Roadster. Fuck. There just is not a replacement for those things. Not air conditioning, not power steering or cruise control, not 16 fucking speakers, Bluetooth or infotainment, whatever the fuck that is. None of it. Nope. At the end of the day, there is nothing that compares to driving one of these old things around, period. Which is why I can honestly say, no matter how many times I've had to, quote, talk myself into driving an antique car, I have never, and I do mean ever, regretted doing so when the journey was complete. So, my advice to you, drive them. Okay, there you have it. Drive them. Ironandsteel.com is the website. You can go there and check that story out for yourself if you so wish. Just uh, hit the subscribe button while you're there. I would really appreciate that. Um, not the most earth shattering story in the entire world. I understand that <laughs> just some thoughts that were bouncing around in my head. And, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's the truth though. You know, California, Arizona guys, I know you deal with the heat, uh, pretty much year round and that's just part of your program. But, uh, here in the Pacific Northwest, if it gets up into triple digits, if it's over a hundred degrees, man, I really have to talk myself into, wanting to drive some old fucking sweat box down the street. So yeah. Uh, but I guess the moral of the story is, like I said, literally I've never regretted a drive in an old car. So, uh, if you take anything away from that story at all, it should be that. And, uh, the point is get out there and drive your old cars. So 
Um, oh, and the little uh, sidebar to that story. <clears throat> this just occurred this morning, as a matter of fact. Uh, another benefit to driving your cars consistently is the fact that you never know who you're going to run into or um, what you know sort of encounter you might get into and where that might lead. So uh, this morning I had some errands to run and, you know, I had to take my dog with me and go several places. Uh, you know, usually I would just maybe jump in like a regular car and I thought, no, why don't you drive an old car? So uh, I dug my Phaeton out and uh, fired it up. First thing, first thing I did was go to, uh, there's like a, gravel and bark and home decor supply store out here in this like rural area that I live inside that store they have a little coffee shop the coffee's pretty good so I thought okay I'll go there first grab myself a coffee get this day going and uh, we'll go from there so I jump in the 36 I drive down there get my coffee come back out just fire it up and this guy is at my passenger door and uh, asking about the car, he knows what it is. He wasn't, uh, he was a car guy. Uh, nobody that I recognized, never met him before, but uh, he's asking about the car and all this stuff. And uh, he said, well, would you consider selling it? I said, no, you know, this is, you know, I really like this car and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm really into 36 Fords and shit like that. And so long story short, he said, well, do you have, <laughs> do you have any that you would sell? <laughs> And I said, uh, sure. So I gave him my phone number and uh, never thought that I would hear from him again. And this was just this morning. And then uh, it was around lunchtime. He called and said, are you around? Would you mind if I stopped by? So within 15 minutes of that call, he's standing in front of me and uh, he's in my shop. He's looking at a 44 convertible that I have for sale. And he's looking at a Model A truck that I have. Uh, and long story short, I think he's going to end up buying one or both of those cars. So all of that just because, uh, I drove an old car and, uh, you know, if I were driving my Silverado or, you know, my wife's SUV or whatever, this guy, I never would have met him. So, uh, another great reason to drive an old car, the people you meet and the encounters that you have. So there you have it. Uh, so I do have some questions that came in over the last week and uh, we'll blast through those real quick and then we'll say our goodbyes. So it uh, seems like these questions came in in pairs almost. A um, couple, uh, a lot of questions that were real similar. So <laughs> the first one that I got was uh, serial killer. <laughs> this is funny. Serial killer most likely to be a hot rodder. I got Gacy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Never thought of that in my entire life, but uh, maybe Gacy. So um, the points in the favor of Gacy being a hot rodder uh, would be, uh, number one, he's a psychopath. Uh, he is a, uh, or was, uh, a hands-on guy who was in construction, so you know, likely pretty handy. Um, so maybe that's a point there. And of course he was uh, secretly gay. So I would say that, uh, yeah, probably Gacy. If I were, if I were guessing, he's probably, he probably fits the profile the most of, uh, of a hot rodder. So, 
Uh, thank you for the fucking weird ass question. Uh, the second question was kind of in the same theme. Where did you come up with the serial killer shirts? Um, I don't know, man. I'm just fucking weird. And <laughs> uh, I guess I'm pretty big on puns. So like, uh, you know, sometimes I'll just be... <laughs> I think it was the Gacy shirt, really, or the the Gacy racy uh, thing that just kind of came to me one day. I, I don't know. I just thought John Wayne racy Gacy driving a race car. You know, that's funny. So uh, at least it is to me. You know, most people it probably isn't. But uh, so, yeah, I don't I don't know where I quote came up with it. I think that just popped into my head one day. And then I thought, well, you know, if that's one, could I come up with a couple of others? And so. Richard Ramirez was next, and then uh, the third and final, which will be uh, uh, coming down the chute here pretty quickly. So, uh, where did you come up with the serial killer shirts? Uh, I don't know, probably some kind of childhood trauma. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, on the subject of that, uh, it wasn't a question, but somebody messaged me and they said, I actually owned a car that belonged to Richard Ramirez, it was a 50 Oldsmobile. And, uh, which is fucking crazy. And then this person went on to say, uh, that some of his paperwork was in the trunk and like, you know, all sorts of weird shit. So nuts and cool. And then, uh, basically they converted, uh, turned that car 50 olds. They turned it into like a chopped custom. And so I'm messaging back and forth with this person. And I said, please tell me that you named it night stalker. And they were like, yep. So there you go. Uh, I get this question a lot. All time favorite 35 or 36 customer hot rod. Uh, too many to choose from. <clears throat> just like the last couple times uh, somebody asked this question, I guess I'll just say the Pearson car is probably at the top of my list. And uh, But there really are just too many cars of the era uh, to pick just one. Um, you know, all the all of the cars uh that are well known from that era and then quite a few that are lesser known um but pearson car probably at the top of the list uh the next question was what's your favorite car to hot rod um you know man i gotta tell you honestly <laughs> you know look i like 32 fords and 36 fords um 36s especially uh, of course those are mostly customs but uh when it comes to hot rods, uh, again, I like 32s and everything, 33s and 4s, but man, if I'm picking and choosing, really, I think it's a Model A, Roadster or Coupe. And the reason is they're just so fucking simple, so cool, uh, just bitching cars. There's nothing that looks quite like a, a chopped Model A Coupe. You know, you get a good five inch chop on a Model A Coupe. Uh, sitting high with bigs and littles and it's just it's tough to beat that same thing with a roadster a chopped model a roadster with a flathead v8 in it you know fuck they're they're just sexy so i like them all uh, you know really at the end of the day it's pretty tough to beat uh, a hot rodded model a so <clears throat> sorry to 32 guys uh i do you know obviously i i like those two but uh I really do have a, uh, a fondness, I guess I, I should say, for a, for a hot rod Model A, uh, Roadster or Coupe. So. Uh, 
On the same subject, somebody asked, uh, could you share the story of the green Model A that you used to own? So that was the first story that I ever wrote and published on ironandsteel.com, so you can find it there. Uh, it is literally the first story that I published, so it's the furthest back, third page or whatever. Um, I could give you the condensed version, but uh, I think what I'll do instead is just encourage you to go to the site, read the story for yourself. Uh, if you're a lazy fucker and don't want to do that, maybe I will read that story in the next couple of podcasts. So, uh, might be a good idea. It's a, it's a long winded story. We wouldn't be able to do any Q and a at the end of it. That's for sure. It's a, it's a long one, but, uh, yeah, maybe I'll read that here this next podcast. So, uh, can you share the story of the green model a short answer? Yes. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, one of the other questions was, will you be branching out from Spotify to other platforms, blah, 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 at the same point? Uh, I have no idea. I'm not a very technologically advanced person. <laughs> so I record all this podcast stuff with Anchor just because it's super easy. I can do it straight off my phone. So I know that Anchor doesn't uh, distribute to like, you know, Apple, whatever Apple's podcast thing is. Some people really like that platform. Uh, short version, I don't know. I think if I do anything to expand uh, on any platforms, it's going to end up having to be YouTube, uh, which all of this audio is on YouTube as well if you just search Iron and Steel. Um, but I think I'm going to end up having to create actual videos um, and uh, figure out a way to make that interesting and post them to YouTube. So <clears throat> long story short, if we're talking about branching out on any platform in any medium or whatever, I think uh, rather than focus on additional podcast platforms, I think I'm going to focus on making uh, video and uh, posting it to YouTube. So uh, what else was there? Are you? Oh, that was the other thing. Are you planning to do more uh, film and post it to YouTube? So that, hopefully that answered that question. Um, one of the other questions that I got a week or two ago that I forgot to answer was, will you combine the serial killer shirts and offer as a package at some point? Uh, interesting question. Probably I will. Um, there's going to be three total. There's two right now that are done. Uh, one is on the site. One is being printed right now and will be on the site within just a couple of days. And the third, um, I need to get with uh, Evan, the guy that draws these for me. Uh, and see what his schedule is. So to draw the third. Uh, so basically, long story short, you know, probably within a couple of months, I should have the series of three completed available on the site. And uh, once that happens, I will, yes, likely add some sort of a package deal where you can, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, where you can purchase all three for one price at a discounted price. So uh, on the subject of discounts, I'm toying with the idea too of uh, offering uh, some sort of discounted, you know, like a percentage off for uh, people that are subscribed on the website. So um, just another drop in the bucket in favor of hitting the subscribe button on ironandsteel.com. So all of that said, that's all the questions that I have uh, for this week. And uh, again, I really do appreciate everybody that tunes in every week. I do get an overwhelming uh, amount of messages from people saying, uh, that they really enjoy the podcast. So um, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. It is greatly appreciated. But uh, again, if you could just let your friends and family know, share the link, encourage other people to uh, 
like and subscribe and uh, absorb this content no matter how they get it, whether it's on the site or the um, you know, uh, uh, podcast or whether it's on YouTube or whatever. Um, the point is, it takes a lot to put all this bullshit together. It's just me doing literally everything. And uh, sometimes I wonder if, you know, if anybody's paying attention. And so those messages uh, are really encouraging and I do appreciate it. But uh, please just let everybody else know too. So, all right, that's all I have for this week. Um, Again, thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll talk to you all again in seven days.